Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hi, this is Christy Welsh with Surfing the Psychic Waves, and welcome to this episode on Inflow Radio. My special guest star surfer today is Jane Sibbett. Um, I've interviewed her before. Uh, we've talked many times, and there's all new sorts of information that we get to hear from Jane today. Uh, Jane Sibbett, as you may know, is a well-known American actress, writer, director, photographer, and producer. She's been on TV for years now, and more recently, she's been very well known for other reasons. And in the last seven years, she's traveled the world producing live events and documentaries, particularly around spiritually activated groups and individuals, helping others touch, inspire, and heal. And there's a lot of people that Jane has reached. And then something happened to Jane that we're going to talk to her uh, about today. And uh, a little sort of healing incident occurred. And now uh, she's been healing folks also. Um, and she has a website called janesdancinghands.com. So welcome, Jane Civet. I'm so excited we get to surf the waves with you today. Oh, Chrissy, I'm so happy to be with you again today, too. Thank you so much for inviting me. So what's going on? You're on a new tour. Um, I think you just came back from uh, the Northwest, and now you're somewhere in Houston, maybe? Yeah, actually, I just arrived in Austin. We were Austin. definitely up in the in the Pacific Northwest last week, even um, rounded up the tour by hiking Mount St. Helens, which was spectacular. Oh, my God. And, yes. So you're taking some volcano energy and, and sharing it here in Texas now. Yes, we just got back from Dallas and just got back from Houston. And now we've landed into Austin for the week. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. So uh, folks uh, may not have known that you kind of had this healing, awakening, explosion, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> and maybe you could describe kind of what happened. <laughs> well, you know, Christy, it's interesting since, you know, even since we've talked, I've had people that have shared with me, so Jane, wait a second, you say this activation happened Mother's Day weekend, three, now or not, three and a half week, years ago. You know, is that really what had happened? Because I was feeling things from you before that. And I said, well, okay. So what happened in earnest was Mother's Day weekend, three and a half years ago, when Abdi Electricity touched my first eye and my hands began to, first I went into the state of bliss for mm -hmm. about an hour. <laughs> then there was always oh, nice. Yes. Oh my gosh. The, the bliss was so intense that I, I, I couldn't even put words to it. I had no concept. I'd never felt anything like this before. It wasn't just, oh, this is bliss. This is like, wait a second. Oh, I couldn't, I couldn't attach words. Anyway, that happened for about an hour. Then he came back around and touched me again. And my hands began to dance in earnest. And uh, so when people were, after the event was over, because they were there to see Abdi, um, they came up to me and said, what was going on with your hands? There was all this light coming off of them. And um, so I said, my hands, you know, yeah, I could feel them moving, but I didn't know. And they said, oh, we can feel the energy coming off of your hands right now. And so I, I 
was very quiet about that. I didn't really want any attention for that because they were really there for Abdi. But um, as I went on, people were definitely saying they were feeling shifts and changes just by my hands being near them. They could feel the warmth. Um, by many people, including Abdi, to get this gift out there. So since that time, um, you know, and this is all on the website, of course, but since that time, Abdi invited me to his Costa Rica retreat, where I was encouraged to share it to a greater extent, first with people one-on-one, including his own wife, who had a broken toe, and then other people, even their midwife, who had parasites, and um, the person who runs his his um, tours a lot, and she needed a knee replacement. So all these wonderful things happened pretty much in the first couple of months of Mother Dancing Hands Awakening. And then I was encouraged after that, after Abby felt it, to take this out um, on tour myself. So it was quite a journey to go through all of that, but to have this encouragement from this man was very, very helpful, as well as the people that were starting to get help immediately. So I'm just in, I still, here it is three and a half years later, and I'm still in this immense place of gratitude for all that I get to see every day. I know because you get to see firsthand people just changing right in front of yes. your face. I do, I do, I do. It's such a gift. And I get to, the, the one of the things that I love so much too, Christy, is that I get to see who people really are. And it's yeah. so 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 beautiful as you know you've been to one of my one of my circles yes yeah in Hampton Bay it was wonderful you think you're dancing but you're not (laughs) (laughs) you mean me are you I'm not sure I think you were dancing I you that's what I mean like I (laughs) thought I was dancing but like all this other stuff happened and I can't really remember the energy that I walked in there with but it was not there when I left so you know, well, hopefully it, that's a good thing. Hopefully yeah, that's good. so it seems <laughs> it was a like, positive shift. <laughs> yeah, super positive, and uh, I think there's something that your hands are doing to other people's bodies. You know, not even touching them, just even from far away. And as we kind of just sort of settle into our bodies, and there's sort of permission to do that, I think you kind of open up that world for for folks to just be in their body. <laughs> and yeah. then maybe have some joy with it too. <laughs> yeah, that is an interesting concept. So many people have been talking about how, you know, with all these, many people have been spending years doing meditation and working on getting out of this, this vessel, yeah. this, you know, this three dimensional body that might have aches and pains and then taking a, a ride out of it. But this really does put you back into the, into the vessel and bringing that, what I call the heaven and earth right into the body. So it's a blissful sensual, sweet experience to actually experience body and spirit and the emotional, you know, realm as well. So it's been, it's been cool. It's been really, (laughs) really cool to have that spaciousness as well as the groundedness. Yeah. So you're working with, with groups one-on-one live. And then I think you're also doing sort of long distance type of uh, healings as well. Is that still happening? Are you there? There you are. You, yeah. I think I think the last part of that sentence was long distance work yes. with people as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so I do. Uh, this this gift that comes through me is is uh, is open twenty four seven. So it's uh, it's working even when uh, even when I'm asleep. So yes, it um, goes beyond that time space continuum. 
I do work with people one-on-one in, in the room. I work with people over Skype. I work with people over the phone or over FaceTime, however they're most comfortable. Um, then I work with these groups and we've been experimenting. I'm actually going to go to a, a, an ecstatic dance tonight and experiment with a whole new protocol that's been coming in since I came back from swimming with the whales in Tonga. So it's, there's constant um, evolution yeah. And as, as we evolve as a planet, as we evolve as people, and maybe even more that I evolve as, as a human being getting out of the way of this gift that's not mine, but only there, you know, for me to share, I think that there'll be more and more for us to enjoy together. It's really cool. Really cool. I know. <laughs> getting out of the way. It's such a problem sometimes. <laughs> so I want to hear about this trip um, and yes. what you experienced with whales and dolphins and you were in Tonga for quite some time. Yes, I I have been called to Tonga. Well, well, first of all, I've been called to swim at the whales since I was a little girl. I was, you know, four and five years old. My favorite album was this Oh, record album. Do people know even know what the record album is? <laughs> I guess <laughs> I guess vinyl is making a comeback. But my mother brought home a, an album of the Humpback Whale recording, which is of them of them singing the songs. And I remember sitting for hours or lying on my belly. It was mostly on my belly for some reason. I feel like I needed to be like in my swimming pose in our library as a child, listening to this over and over and over again, and just loving these sounds, even though they can sound quite mournful. There was something about it that felt really at home. And so I knew that there was something that I had to do with the whales. And then, oh gosh, when was it? 20, probably 27 years ago, um, when I met my former husband, I kept hearing the word Tonga, 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 Tonga. And then I, then I, and I didn't even really know what that was. And I looked it up and I saw, oh, it's a place. And perhaps I needed to go there. And then, gosh, was it? Maybe 14 years later, I think that I met a woman who said that she was swimming with whales in Tonga. And it was this great, you know, electric bolt of, a, of, of all that has to come together for this. Um, the, of the Tonga and the whales? Wait a second. Because, you know, crazily enough, I didn't even do the research about what happens in Tonga or anything until really recently. So I, I met this woman. And I said, someday we're going to swim with the whales. And last year, I was with her probably about a week or two before her husband passed over. And when I was done, when I went back to be with her after he had passed, I said to her, I know it's not now, but I think that in about a year, yeah, and have a date, and we are going to swim those humpback whales when you're ready. And it was just, the timing was perfect. We went and we swam with the whales Three weeks. We had um, small groups of people. We had 10 people that came each week. And four of us could get into the water at a time with these humpback whales. And I'm telling you, there is nothing like looking into the, the eye of a 40 to 50 foot humpback whale or seeing a um, one ton baby whale learning to <laughs> swim and learning to learning to use its body and coming up close so close that they they were trying to they were trying to touch us with their fins and you you know you're not supposed to be that close but you can't swim backwards quickly enough because these these baby whales are so curious so to be in the presence of that whale I mean the first time that I hit that water it all that fear of 
okay, well, if this is the way I'm going to be taken out, this will be the way I'm taken out. It's kind of a cool way if I have to go this way, because it was such an immense being looking at you in the eye. And oh my I thought, God. okay, this has got to be as close as I can get in this physical form without like leaving my body of what it would feel like to be in the presence of God. The, 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 the bigness mm-hmm. of it, the intensity of the vibration, the piercing presence and grace of these humpback whales was, I mean, right now I just have chills thinking about it again. The, um, there was so much more. I mean, yeah, yeah. Day, so how would you so describe good. their energy? Was it a little more electric or was it more sparkly or like, what was that? Wow. Like you're in the water with the baby humpback whale who's what <laughs> four times your size or something. Yeah. Like that. The humpback, the baby humpback whales. Yeah. They're, you know, they could be 14 to 20 feet oh long, I mean, depending on how big the baby whale is, you know, but obviously the, the parents at 40 and 50 feet long it's so and they're together with the escorts and there's a whole bunch of things going on and you're watching the whole deal. The, I mean, we, the first day that we were there, we saw a heat run and there were, there were of course, my magical number seven, there were seven whales. So there's six whales vying for this one female whale. And one of them we, uh, was nearly all, all white. No one had ever seen this whale before. They track these whales. Never ever seen this in Tonga before. Nearly all white whale. So it was this mystical experience where they're, they're you know, coming out of the water and, and doing these, you know, not only spy hopping, but slapping their fins and reaching and slapping and, you know, and she's just on her back going, come on, boys, bring it. I mean, it's just incredible. <laughs> and when they're doing that, you don't get in the water. So that was my first Oh, I think the whale and that just has, a, us. has its own energy. I, yeah, <laughs> right. I know that our, our sound seems to be going in and out. So I don't know how to. You can tell me if I need to do anything differently here. But yeah, the the um, the to, to be actually in the water for the very first time, it really does take your breath away. So the energy that comes out of them for me, it was just this deep. It's it's really the be still and know that I'm here. It was that be still and yeah. know that presence is here. And the oneness and the unity of it. And, you know, it's interesting. You know, there's a, I don't know, I remember that, that roomy expression, but it's also like the trust. Yeah. That you can only trust as far as the headlights will go, right? And when you're in this vast ocean where you can see nothing else but the blueness, and I had my prescription goggles on and everything, and, and these <laughs> huge whales, it's the unity is immediate. It's an immediate, and you can hear the song. Sometimes you can hear, you know, you can hear the slapping. You can, you know, I started to giggle, of course, because I was so thrilled. Many of us started to cry. I mean, I cried when I got back into the boat because I was so overwhelmed by this presence. And so part of the part of the experience of being in swimming in, uh, in Tonga with these whales was what happened before too. Um, each morning I was, uh, I was awakened before sunrise and I was, I was compelled and propelled to go out to the beach and dance. And I would dance with the moon. I would dance with the stars and I would dance as the sun was rising. And then I, it was as if I was being pulled down the beach. Now, for those of the people that are listening that don't know this, when I dance, it's none of it's choreographed. I am literally danced. I am danced as, as one. Yeah. Night. 
be held as a pencil and be written across a piece of paper. I am danced and propelled around. So I was literally danced and I was sung. So these songs were coming through me and I was sung all the way down. We're staying on this magical island. There's nothing else on this island, Awakey Island. Of course, Awakey, perfect. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> and this is the actual Tongan name, Awakey. And I was propelled down this, down this beach where there was this tree that I would just call the wisdom tree. And at this wisdom tree, all these songs would come out like, like Oli's, like the way the Hawaiian chants are, which are like prayers. And I would feel the presence of elders. But each day it was like elders from different times, different place markers in time. Oh, beautiful. Oh, it was just amazing. And then I learned it was, it was like I was in school. And so I would get this Oli as I'm going down the beach and I would be in this presence and then it would fall on my knees, even though I wasn't praying to the elders, I was being in respect of hello, here I am. And I'm in your home. It's like we take off our shoes, you know, you, you, you wash your hands, whatever it is that you need to do. And I listen. We had a boat that the song that I was singing that morning was actually almost a predictive of what I would see that day. So if this certain song would happen, then this song would mean that we would see whales on a heat run. And if this song was sung, to, sung in the morning, then I would see a mother and a baby. Um, it, wow. my, yeah, it was, it was incredible. Or we might see, uh, we might hear a singing whale, um, that would be, you know, the ones that sound in, um, from the very, very deep. So everybody, every day was just a little bit different. There was even one day that I was, it was sung, um, from the elders there about caretaking of the oceans and caretaking of this planet earth. And, you know, I thought, okay, well, what will I do with that? I mean, I'm, I'm hearing the song and I'm not really sure. And then of course I'm singing it and suddenly it starts, it starts being sung through me. I'm, you know, and I would do, we've already seen whales and we already had this great whale experience. And then I'm hearing the caretaking song. And then all of a sudden we see this um, strange piece of, I couldn't have been more than two feet, a foot and a half, maybe like this round disc, almost like a little buoy floating in this vast ocean again, we, we could see even this little tiny thing and we go toward it and we realize it's a dragnet. Like I got literally like a fish dragnet that had wow. gotten loose, had cut loose. And this was its um, GPS system that had gone awry. And this dragnet was filled with brambles and branches and seaweed and all sorts of debris that would kill a whale if a whale got you know stuck in it or there was a sailboat out there if a sailboat had not seen it and gotten caught in this net it would have gone down it would have sunk so we were able to get that we you know radioed in the, the coordinates and and so this this caretaking song led us two, two days in a row to and then and the next day it was a it was caretaking of the animals there was a there was a little fairy turnbird, tiny fairy turnbird. I don't know, maybe it wasn't even a foot long. It was probably eight inches long. And its wings and its feet were wrapped in brambles. There's these sticker bushes. And uh, it was, it was, it had been at there probably for days. So it was like, okay, now we caretake the animals. We caretake the ocean. We caretake the animals. Be conscious. Keep your eyes open. I, uh, I feel like I'm talking on the wall of sound right now because these stories are so much. But, so Speaking of sound, yes. I want to know about what it's like when, like, are you hearing the whales when you're above water or when you're mm-hmm. in the water? Or like, how does that happen? Well, they had this hydrophone they would drop into the water. Um, but the, the 
at the island that we were on, Awakey Island, there were actually two whale hunters, you know, whale, I guess, whale notifiers, because they didn't hunt them, but they would actually bark when they would hear the whales, as a vibration of the whales. So you, we, we all began to tune in. in the water or when you drop a hydrophone in obviously is a speaker from that so you don't necessarily hear it above water unless you are a finely tuned dog um, but even when in the boat you can hear it you can hear the vibe depending on how close you are you can mm-hmm. hear the vibration of the whale song and the whole of the boat oh it's so beautiful and sometimes we would i'm not very good at this part but um philippa our my, my partner there um she was flipping herself upside down and you'd see her fins above water. <laughs> yeah. She would listen. Oh, just magical. Beautiful. And that, and that vibration feels amazing. It feels amazing. My hands are oh, clapping. My, my hands want to show you <laughs> as my snapping is going now. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. So, so what else has this done to your healing? That's a really good question. You know, what has it done? I, yeah. When I went to Tonga, I was I was virtually unplugged. Um, there, we had an hour a day where we could get the internet, and most of those days, I couldn't get it. Most of those days, other people were able to go down the beach, this one little spot on the beach, and get a little bit of internet. But for me, my phone, for whatever reason, was too filled with other pictures and things that it wouldn't download. And I really think that that was source saying, just unplug for goodness sakes, unplug, be here, be here in this, this vibration instead. So what I found was this need um, to be connected to the world, the world, world um, Mm -hmm. dropped and the, the joy and the bliss of connecting to source energy and creator, God, goddess, all that is, that went on high. And so um, as I came back, there was this deepening of, look, I understand there's a lot going on in the world right now. And I've been a huge advocate for years, especially with women and children yes. of intimate violence. Yep. I've been way out there on the political um, trail. And obviously, we need to vote. We need to be conscious. We need to um, exercise our rights and stand up for humanity and for plants and animals and our, plant, you know, our planet. But this need for me to be that voice dropped away. And it was now I came back and I could see that the way that, like, the whole, I felt like that part of me that needed to be connected floated. And the part of me connected to worldliness um, dropped down. And the other part rose up, the part that needed to connect to the light because as much as we need those who are actually in the trenches doing that kind of work, we also need people to hold the light and to hold the good stories and to show like wave showers. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like the people that come to our circles now, if ever there was a time it's now that they're there. These are the leading edge people that are coming now. The people that can hold this light magnificently so that we can come back to balance and you know, back, really back to the, the unified I mean, we're all in a unified force, but we can come back to that balance where compassion and being able to look into people's eyes and to feel into people's hearts and to really care and caretake for one another um, comes back into true, true balance. Because it seems the world is pretty out of balance right now. You know, and, and so 
that part has lifted up for me. I would say that the the circles since I've been back have been intense, um, intensely joyful, like intensely giddy, um, rapturous, ecstatic even. Uh, we've had people just burst into tears and cry because they feel so much joy. I actually had this woman today that I worked with, and this would be a one-on-one situation, where she said as she was going down to the floor, she almost protested because she knew that it would t- it would be tremendously painful, like a lifelong bout of pain, of chronic pain. Uh. And you know, and she's in her seventies, and how could she possibly get up? But did she let herself go down anywhere? When he, but when the when the dance was done, she popped right up. She just popped right up, <laughs> she did, and she then she and then her eyes popped out. And she went, "Wait, what did I just do?" And I said, "What did you just do?" She goes. I just popped right up. I said, yeah, do you want to stand up? And she just stood right up. And she said, I don't remember that ever in my life. And she just burst into tears. And I feel like the intensity of, but see, you, it's time for you to hold that light now. It's time for you to Yes, we've now. been experiencing intensity around the globe and sort of other like realms of it, but yeah. there's like joyful intensity. So yes. maybe we could pick that. Yes. For a while and see what happens. <laughs> yes. And, we, and, and carry it and share it with other people. Yeah. And then if more of us see that, oh, yeah, that's what we're supposed to be doing rather than fighting and being angry and, you know, and, and dogmatic or didactic, we, it's, this is the time now that we carry this forward. It's such an exciting time. I, I, I feel like sometimes we forget this. You know, we forget how our intrinsic goodness um, and I, and yeah. yes, we have to, we have to clean these wounds and no doubt when we're cleaning a wound, I mean, I, I was the girl who had scraped knees her entire childhood. I was the <laughs> one who was constantly, my mother was bringing up the back teen and like, yeah. I was the one screaming because I had so much gravel in my knees. And I feel like we have to remember that on that side, there is, there's healing. We've got to clean this wound and then we're going to be back and roller skating. <laughs> exactly. So I, I love this idea of swimming with the whales and just getting sort of input from the elders mm-hmm. or other beings and then yes. jumping in the water and, you know, you're living the communication in, right in that moment, you know, mm-hmm. all day long. Um, but that's not unlike a, a dancing circle. <laughs> Yes, you know? yes, it's true. Because you just kind of, so uh, for me, and this was, I think, oh my God, two years ago now, mm-hmm. um, you just kind of jump in and we all just kind of start dancing, but it's not like we had some big conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, just, we just started. It, it's yeah. just very, very interesting how, you know, like I said before, when you're sort of um, open to it and you're kind of opening up that world and and allowing this sort of vibration to occur then other people are like oh I'm gonna jump on that too <laughs> yes yes so the permission to be free is really and, and a lot of people talk about oh my gosh look at what Jane's doing she's actually free out there I mean I don't really have a cho- <laughs> I don't have a choice uh, this side girl has I just have to get out of the way and you know, as you know, the goofy dance happens or the cool, I'm barely ever cool. And I'm, you know, barely ever elegant. I wish that I could jump and leap like professional dancers, but my body doesn't do that. So they use, <laughs> what I say is they, the dancing hands, the gift yeah. that comes through me, um, does it the best it can with the toolbox that is here. And this toolbox 
does have a few physical limitations, but some of the things that I'm doing in these circles, I can't normally do. I mean, I am just going down and up and down and up and down and up and down and up. I mean, like all the way to the ground and up and up and down, jumping, 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 jumping on cement and spinning and leaping and all these kinds of things. There was something that happened the other night that was, and then, then there's this giddiness. And so that too, that, that's the, I think that's what continues to surprise um, me and, and delight many others is like, I have to remind people that yes, healing can be very serious. And yes, there are people that are there with life-threatening um, chronic issues that they need to deal with, whether it's the deepest, darkest depression or if they're in stage four cancer. And I have an um, oncologist who actually pays for tickets for all of her patients to come to now and, and, and brings her patients to the dancing hand circles. She so believes in this work. And so what they, we were finding is that there's also this great glee and giddiness that comes through of just dancing with it. And, you know, obviously, you know, my background being on friends and other sitcoms for years there, the, the toolbox that's being used is one of comedy too. So there, <laughs> so, doesn't that come in handy? They use it all. I, I love it. No, it's the, <laughs> did, I, did I, did I, was I singing and, and making all these funny noises in different languages way back then? I don't think I, I've only a year and a half. If you've been out for two years, I mean, I'm making, I, I, I haven't done this for you, but I will in a moment. I can feel it pressing up, Yeah, yeah. but I will start sing, speaking in this language or singing in this language and people will start laughing, laughing as if I'm telling a joke, just laughing and laughing and laughing or they'll, oh, they'll, or they'll answer back and they don't necessarily speak this language or didn't think that they spoke this language, but then there it is. So that's a really fun thing that's been happening too since last I saw you. Yes. So it seems like it's a channeling, like, you know, I guess what we would call a channeling, the yeah, sort it of would be an voice or whatever, yeah. or yes. opening, but yeah. it's a little different. It's not like you can really box it up under the heading of uh, channeling. It's like something else. A friend yes. of mine from Australia calls it the language of light. Yes. and. I'm I've sure heard this heard too. That. Yeah. Yes, I've heard light language. I've heard people call it in tongues. I actually got the name for, um, of it, but I'm not necessarily to share that part yet. But I got yeah. the name recently, and it's a, it's a very pretty name. Um, and what I what I've heard in terms of what we call this, and I've looked at. I actually because I had so many people say, "Oh, you're speaking light language." I said, "Well, I better look that up because I don't know it, what I'm hearing." in My heart <laughs> is like, mm, "Not quite. Mm, not yeah. quite. Not yeah. quite." So I looked it up and I thought, well, okay. So a lot of that, a lot of the definition of light language makes sense for what, what they see and what they feel for sure. But what I, the only thing that I have specifically heard besides this, this name is um, that it's the language of the love behind the God that created this universe. Oh, that's beautiful. So, yeah. And that what, and what it's nice about that is, Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know if you even read this or I, I don't think I've even shared this with you. Who I'm making sure I'm still on there. Um, yep. Who flew out from Cyprus to meet me in Washington, D.C. And he is a linguist of, of um, ancient sacred languages. Oh. And so he transcribed as I was speaking and what 
I was saying, into Sanskrit, because Sanskrit is a language of sound, right? Not as necessarily spoken, but it's a sound language. And so he saw patterns. He said, oh, I think this is, now you're saying a name, you're taking your name here, and this, this, this emphasis is really interesting. And did we talk about this last time, Christy? Because I, like, did no, we talk about this? I don't think But so. it reminds me of, a, of a, one of the guys that was um, working with you or you met um, yes. with maybe some of the Bratso work. Exactly. This is the man. Okay. So this is, it's Moreno Mitrovich. He's the one, okay. I call him my boy wonder, but now he's, you know, he's a doctor. So I have to call him Dr. Wonder, Dr. Boy <laughs> Wonder, because he's, he's actually a man. He's not just a boy anymore. I've known him for so many years now, but he was the one who flew out. So when I was speaking to someone um, that is from the Middle East, I was suddenly doing all this guttural sounds like, <laughs> that, that mm-hmm. you would say you would use if you were Persian, and I can't even do it now because I'm not in, I'm not doing the language. And then when I, I spoke to his friend who's from France, I suddenly was in Speckler Cousseau, and I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I had this, you know, and again, this is so funny. You know, now I'm in Texas, and I'm sure there's a little y'all coming in there. But it's you know, it's it it, it finds the the thread of the culture. Um, that this person is from, but someone across the room might hear it in their ear another way. So it's it's this all-inclusive language that really gets behind all that. I had this beautiful, there's a beautiful healer that came. I did a circle with healers here. Where was it? We were in Dallas when I first got here. She brought together, excuse me, she's been working with all these healers here. And they came and she said, what? She said, I'm so tired of language. I'm so tired of semantics. But what I loved about hearing this language, because she hadn't heard it before either, is that it's the tones of source. It's the tones that that are speaking to me with my understanding and sharing with my with, with my opening and my heart and my own gift without all the extra stuff without all the extra adjectives, the way that I understand yeah. it in the purest form. And so she was um, just remarking on that, but that, that, you know, it felt so great. And that was, um, that was last week when, when uh, people were saying, okay, I am completely drunk on bliss right now. I've never, <laughs> it was really cool. Super fun. Yes. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I, if, whenever you want it, yeah, to fly, let's let it rip. <laughs> <laughs> and as I speak, my hands will, will definitely be working at the same time. You know, Chrissy, if, if you want me to let her, let her, let her flow, let her go, I'm happy to do that. We can also, if you want, um, we can work on something specifically if you have an intention. The way that we would do in the Qantas circle, you know, we do these big circles where people hold yes. their intentions and the Qantas, they actually, we work with intentions and then we let them fly and then we see where that goes from there. So I don't know. How would you like I to play the, this? the intention would be one of ease. Ah, okay. Things Sunday. being easy for folks out there. Just ease. a good day of easy. Ease and, and harmony, perhaps. Yeah. Well-being. Yeah. To really feel that again. All right. And you know what you can do is I'll start this and you can hear how it goes and flows. But, you, you know, with the dancing hands, there's no interruption. So if you want to jump in and, and play along. It, I, I, there was something interesting that happened in the Pacific Northwest. And this is a new and this is with one of the women, actually two of the women who were there in Tonga. So one had flown up from Los Angeles to come to the Pacific Northwest. 
another woman who um, facilitates the events in the Pacific Northwest, she was lying on the ground. And as we were listening to these other, this other music that was happening, I began to sing. And then she began to harmonize with me. So the three of us were harmonizing together. It was lovely. Um, so if your voice starts going, you can also play. Okay. It's interesting because that's not anything I've ever said, or and it's a very low tone for me yeah, and my other yeah. voice. And it's, it's like, okay, where are we going with this? So that's like a, like a sampling of what can happen. And then there'll be days where I'll jump in the shower. And whenever I get in the shower, suddenly my hands have to breathe the shower and I'm talking to the water. And I go, I'll go into a, a lady's room to wash my hands and I'm speaking to the faucet, the water coming through. So you remember that, that this is yes. source coming through and also the Pura Vida, so all the elements. You know, whenever I see the elements, I have to, hello, wind, hello, water, hello, land. Uh, hello, fire. Right. Yeah, the saying hello to everything yes, around you is kind of a big deal. Um, so tell me a little bit more <laughs> about the hands. Yes. Like what's, they, yeah. What so are what they are doing? You, yeah. Like, what are you feeling? Like, how, I mean, to see it in person, you're so in that moment. It's not like I'm taking a snapshot and walking away with like, oh, that's Jane doing her thing. It's like, it's so, you're so in it that you don't. Uh, I'm not paying attention, but I know there's a lot more going on with your hands than probably your I can see in that moment of a healing circle. You know, it's so interesting because I, the, the evolution has been such that when it was perhaps in the beginning just the dancing hands, and now there's the voice, and then the you know the dancing itself, the the whole body moving, and all the little things that happen. I look into people's eyes; people feel things. I've had a lot of people pressing up against me and saying, hey, you know what? I really think it's time for you to rebrand. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just so don't want to brand. I'm just here as a, I'm here in service, a branding. Like, no, but see, what you're doing is so much bigger than just the dancing hands. I really think that you better do this before more people find out about this and better change it, like the way that Reiki is Reiki, right? Mm. But this encompasses yeah. so much more. There's so people are saying, what are you going to do? You got to call it something else. So I've been, Having conversations, <laughs> conversations with God, so source, about what next. But but when my hands work, they. Um, but I I think I've told you before that I was in a great bookstore up in Portland, Oregon. They've got so many fantastic bookstores, and it was not Powell's; it was some um, New Age esoteric bookstore. And I saw this wonderful book of 
you know, hundreds of mudras. And I was so excited because then I thought, oh, I could crack my code. I can see what, what I'm doing because they move so fast. Could I actually yeah. possibly break it down to what the, what the language is saying? And as I got close to it, I was almost repelled. Where, and I heard very clearly, yeah, those are fine for whatever that is, like maybe a yogic tradition. What you're doing is not that. The same thing with the crystals, or I, I, I travel around with Andaras. The way that other people might um, use Andaras or other crystals, that's not how it works with me. The, the resonance and frequency is a little bit different. So um, as they move, they're definitely moving energy. And I have, oh, so many wonderful people that have vision that can see what's going on. They can see the way that the hands are moving energy or dispelling energy, like the clapping or the, yeah. this, yeah. this, you know, the, the snapping and the clapping. It's just like... They can see how it dispels. Like, you know, I, I, I'm loath to ever say that the clapping means I'm breaking up a tumor. But uh, when I am breaking up tumors or when I don't need to, I got tumor. It could be just like a clog of, of heartache or, or a, a, a path being broken open um, yeah. for, for a new job. So I don't ever want to make it to think that. Yeah, it's like happen. not a break. I've no. been, as you've been talking, I noticed that. It's not, um, it's so interesting. It's like, it happens so instantaneously that it's not like a break or a cutting off or a, I don't know, a more cartoonish sort of way <laughs> of chopping up energy. I don't know how else to explain it. It's, it's like more, Roadrunner with a, a Roadrunner. And yeah, the, exactly. And with Coyote. the acne, acne kit. <laughs> It's not that. It's it's so much yeah. more. Like the clapping. By the time the clapping's done, like like ten things already happened. <laughs> right, right, and that's true. Yeah, and with the, you know, uh, and I want to for those who aren't feeling anything while we're talking, I want to remind everybody that's fine because we all have different ways that we receive things, and you know, we like we all have different frequencies that we're tuned to, just like we like different radio stations or we like radio yeah. styles of music. Some of us like country, some people like, you know, what uh, electric music or whatever we call it, headbangers. They want to have Metallica. Um, and so I, I try in my circles to have all kinds of different music from all different cultures, except for heavy metal, except I don't do, I do have do electronic music sometimes, but I want to be able to, break up the frequency and the fun of, you know, what a meditation circle might be or a, what people call a healing circle. I don't necessarily call it healing circles, but I understand that that's a nice shorthand for what happens. Um, so I, you know, the, the way that these hands are, are working and flowing is, is it's playing and it's dancing with the energy of each and every person's individual highest and best good, as well as the individual um, and of the group, that group itself, the group dynamic, as well as the highest and best good of the collective on, on a bigger scale, of the global scale. So it's an interesting web that's being woven. And as I said, so many people can see how this works. They can see the, the matrix or the, or the weave happening, or they might just see the water coming through and, and pulling, you know, washing away like a, like a tide, you wash away the, the debris around your ankles. They might see that kind of thing. I, I sometimes see it too. You know, sometimes I'm just so lost and mesmerized by the beauty of each person's higher, highest and best good coming forward or their perfection that, you know, I, I too am moved. I'm emotional because I'm a, I'm a witness to all this. I call them my God goggles. I get to see who people really are and with these God goggles. And I really 
I'm just so honored. It's such an honor to do what I do. Oh my gosh. So we're (laughs) going to take a little break and come back. Okay. This is Christy Walsh. We hope you're enjoying the surf today. Come find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing, on SoundCloud or Facebook at Surfing the Psychic Waves, and check out the archives on inflowradio.com. Hey, I would love to hear what waves you're surfing right now. For live shows, here's the number to call. 1-760-456-7277. That number again, 1-760-456-7277. Hi, it's Christy Walsh again, and we are surfing the psychic waves today with Jane Civet. And we're talking about Jane's dancing hands. So before we get into any more dancing, Jane, can you let me know where people can find you? Uh, you can find me on janesdancinghands.com. J-A-N-E-S, dancinghands, plural, dot com. That's where okay. all the information is. Yes. Great. So they can find you and you're in Austin this week, I think. I am. I'm in Austin all week long. I, I have events all the way through the week and we have a big... We have um, a, a big circle on Friday night. We have two quanta circles on Saturday. And on Sunday, we have a love harvest, Dancing Hands Love Harvest, where we go in deep for about six hours. And then we'll all go out to dinner afterwards. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> so that sounds great. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like a whole day of, like, you thought it was bliss at you know, 9 a.m., but it's something else at 6 p.m. Yeah. Just kidding. So, no, it keeps going and going and going. <laughs> this is the gift does. Yeah. So I'd love to hear about kind of how you work on world events or global healing or certainly any newsworthy item that kind of comes to your attention. Um, have you been sort of working with sort of the global um, – information and how do you work with the dancing hands in all that? Well, that's a beautiful question. How do I work with the global events? Yeah. <laughs> here's here's the, the deal with the dancing hands. Jane's will is not a part of this. And so if people are coming in to dance for world events, for the best and the highest good of yeah the world and our country or even our local governments or even the, let's say the Me Too's. I mean, obviously I'm, I'm a survivor of intimate violence. And so this is a, just something that really resonates with me. Yeah. Then the hands go right in and I, um, and I'm, and I'm glad about this. It's not like people are ever dancing for anything that's, that's less than our best and highest good. I mean, people are not dancing for, for darkness. Um, because if they would, my hands <laughs> That'd be would be kind of hard. <laughs> my hands wouldn't be lifting. They wouldn't. They, just, they simply couldn't. They couldn't because that's not part of the, my protocol. So, but I, Jane, um, always ask people to join me in light and love and sending light and love to every being. 
Yeah. Can I remember just... who they are so they can remember their perfection. They can remember their piece of, of the divine. And if they can remember that there are pieces of the divine and all of their broken parts that they have, they might have abuse in their own life that if they could see that and feel the mending of it and all of those parts where perhaps they're continuing to attack or every, you know, addiction that might pop up for someone who's battling those kinds of deepest depressions or, or things that are out of alignment or out of integrity that, that we can clean it and clear it together. It's so much easier to do all of that when we're in circle. And that's one of the reasons why we work in circle. And at some point, Perhaps I might have to get up in front of a group like we did at the you know the 17th World Congress in Tai Chi and traditional Chinese medicine. I was up on stage, but then I made everyone come up on stage with me. <laughs> made, I invited all these uh, fantastic practitioners to come up and, um, and dance with me up on stage in a circle because we get to radiate back the perfection. We get to show one another um, who we truly are, and we get to also reflect back to others their perfection so that we can all it's not even holding each other accountable i'll hold each other into rem- remembering that we are pieces of the divine so that's mostly how i work with it it's an invitation for everyone to step with me shoulder to shoulder and and carry this light together not one person can do this it really does it does take the entire yes. village yes. yes i you know i think early on in my uh sort of healing classes and when I was just sort of starting out, you do um, think maybe day one that like, oh, I can do this. <laughs> but but it's so much more about just, oh, I'm going to be over here while that thing does that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So maybe could you talk a little bit about getting out of the way? Because I think everyone's a healer. Like, everyone has the capacity. And certainly, you know, we have gifts that show up in different ways. Yes. And for you, it's this beautiful, joyful, dancing environment that you get to step into. And that's that's so cool. Oh, I am so, you know, I wish that I I could have it quick and easy for, to tell other people how to get out of their own way. Pretty much, I feel as if, Everything was um, taken away from me except for my children and my health to, for this gift to open up. And so I know that when I, I'm in the sweet spot of allowing the entire flow to happen, when I simply just say, how can my hands serve for the best and the highest good, and only the best and the highest good. And once I make that declaration, then I am immediately I'm taken out of the, the mix of, and I'm just in the pure enjoyment of it. So to, to uh, coach anybody, try that. That's what happened for me. I don't think at this point, unless um, the gift stops at some point, which it might. That's why I'm every day like, okay, so what can I do? How can I be best of service? Because I, don't, I never know. Is it going to last forever? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. And so while I'm here, I'm going to do what I can to really give honor to this and think of gratitude um, that I can, that I am in some way able to open that up and facilitate other people to recognize their own healing and their own connection to source energy. Right. So, um, I don't know, getting out of the way, I would say the declaration of the best and the highest good yeah. kind of helps a lot. And if maybe that's a good starting point for others. Um, I don't, 
I don't necessarily feel the need to do protection beyond that. Um, we've had situations where they've been kind of uh, dangerous, actually, and it's like um, any kind of contrast that might come my way just bounces right off. Not, I'm not tempting that fate. I'm just saying that source is so purely in this God, creator, whatever you want to use as your word. I mean, I often use the word God, too. and I so purely wrapped in this gift that you know, for now, here I am. So, Yeah, it's just amazing. Thanks, so that's janesdancinghands.com for folks to find you. Uh, maybe get a one-on-one uh, healing dance, or you can find lots of others to go play with. And uh, I've done both. Um, mm. Jane's worked on me remotely, and uh, I did hang out with a bunch of really fun people for, I, I think it was a day. Yes. I actually don't know how long it was. It could have been five minutes. It could have I been think five it hours. Just, it was two hours. That's awesome. <laughs> it just Not keeps like rolling. Three days. Um, but it was amazing. And, you know, I don't, it, it's like, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I worked out after or anything like that. It was like just fresh energy for, I, it lasted a long time, like days. Yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. You know, the way that the energy will is open 24-7 and people can tap into it all the time, whether or not they're in front of me or not. And it's, it's sweet. It's joyous. It's loving, supportive. And I'm just so grateful, Christy. I'm so grateful that you feel it so. And for those who don't, I'm still hugging you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad that we got to serve the Psychic Waves today. And uh, we will talk more about whales and dolphins and swimming with them and more dancing Excellent. hands. Yes. yes. <laughs> and I can't wait to hear more languages or whatever that was. That was amazing. Exactly. Yes. I so get that. So we're going to fade out into the background as Jane does a little more of her dancing hands. With it. With my thank you. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you so we'll much. We'll talk again soon. Yes, I hope so. I'll see you soon. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. surfing the psychic waves with me today on inflowradio.com you can find me on twitter at christina surfing or find me surfing the psychic waves on soundcloud or on facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing
This show is brought to you by InflowRadio.com, the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business. We'll be right back. 